Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Ground ball to shortstop. The throw is to second. And again, the ball sails past LaGrange into right field. This is the hot corner. The runners will score, and a cascade of boos rain down from the stands as clearly the fans' sympathy for this scrappy little no-arm man has run out. With Patrick Harris. Now, granted, the throw was a little wide, but you got to believe that a two-arm player would have made the catch. In fact, a one-arm player would have at least had a shot at it, which calls to mind the question once again, why, with all the two-armed youngsters waiting in the minor leagues, does this team stick with an armless second baseman? On 1080s. And he hasn't had a hit in ever. In ever, Jerry. In ever. The Fan. Welcome into the Hot Corner. For it must be a Wednesday, but it's always a Wednesday around here. Maybe not for some that are with us, but if you're with us before, it's always a Wednesday in the Hot Corners here. Remember, during duck season, we are on between 8 and 10. Uh, exciting news. We were off last week. Uh, why are we off? Oh, right. I'm listening. The uh, <clears throat> mental health situation thing was on, which I'm always a huge proponent of. So we were off last week, but we're back this week. Last week, we had, or two weeks ago, we had Will Ortner sitting in. This week, we are joined by Jen Ellis, who uh, comes to us from 1080 here. Or You're more everything. Pretty much. You don't have yes. a station. No, yeah. I'm, you, I'm all the stations. And, and it's funny. Anytime I ever, you work in traffic. Right. And anytime I ever have to describe someone traffic, they're like, traffic? Oh, she does like traffic reports. Right. It's like, no. Nah. That's not really it. Not Te- that. Tell people what that job actually is. Well, not to confuse things, I actually was a traffic reporter oh, at one point awesome. in my career. <laughs> I was a traffic reporter on TV in Salt Lake City, which was fun. Um, but yeah, no, my department here at 1080 and Odyssey, mm-hmm. uh, we basically schedule all the commercials. So it's right. like the the traffic of the way we make money and how yes. it flows through our stations, and which I need equals to, commercials. And I need to make sure I start calling it traffic department. And Oh, you're in trafficking. <laughs> right. Like I said earlier, and I thought to myself a couple of seconds later, I'm like, yeah, that's probably not best no, to no, describe people. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Traffic department, Joe. Right, yes. Traffic department. Traffic department. Yes, well, thank, thank you so much yeah. for coming in for us. And I am told, like, this is the first time we have met. Yes. But I am told, I think I've sent emails to you in the past. Mm-hmm, or you have told me, like, hey, so. what the hell? Why, hey. What, what, <laughs> yeah. why, why are we missing this stuff? Yeah. Can we, have, and I just, can, you, can we use your voice for a commercial? And yeah. I just go, no habla inglés. I, yes. don't, I don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> but uh, Jeff Sacramento, the head boss here at 1080, mm-hmm. he tells me you're a huge baseball fan. Oh, yeah. So while we're in this interim, yeah. I figured, well, let's bring Why you on. Why not? Let's see. Yeah, tell, yeah. Me, tell, me about, uh, tell me about your baseball uh, love. I know. It started. Uh, I, <laughs> you sound real defeated. <laughs> I know. Has your team not well, won a World Series in a long uh, time? Yeah, I'm an A's fan because I hate myself. Um, but, no, I, uh, I grew up in – Southern California. So okay. I actually grew up a Dodgers fan. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I went to games when I was, you know, a kid in the 80s and mm-hmm. Fernando Valenzuela is on the mound cool. and 
you know, my dad worked for an airline, so we got to go to Vero Beach spring training before it was a thing that people knew it was a thing to do. And the players were just walking around. And, you know, we had pictures of me and my brother had pictures with Tommy Lasorda and uh, Pedro Guerrero and Steve Sachs and guys like that, you know. So uh, that was always like a, a good memory for me. My childhood having, you know, getting to go and do those things. That's that, really uh, cool. My, yeah. my, my dad's the same way. He grew yeah. up in uh, he grew up in San Fernando mm-hmm. and his dad was a Dodger guy. So yeah. they always went to games. Yeah, it was so fun. It was awesome. And, you know, I mean, I obviously grew up listening to Vin Scully and that was the only sure. voice I ever knew sure. uh, in terms of baseball. Um, and then uh, my family moved to the Bay Area. And we were never going to root for the Giants, so we became A's fans. <laughs> all right, all right. So, even, even like yeah. your dad, who was a big Dodger <laughs> fan, he became an A's fan? Actually, my dad, my parents moved to Arizona. Okay. Uh, and my brother and his wife moved to the Bay Area, and they you know, became A's fans with season tickets and all during the Moneyball years and sure, all that sure. stuff. And my parents were in Arizona, so we would go to spring training every year in Arizona. Oh, nice. So that's kind of how it, it, it uh, ended up progressing for me uh, as far as – you know, going to spring trainings still early on before it was like the big thing that it is now, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it just kind of felt special, you know, like, oh, my gosh, I, you know, I'm, I have this secret that not very many people know about. But it was just so it was always really fun to go. But uh, uh, yeah, so, I mean, my dad is actually, you know, I mean, he, he's just a fan mm. right now. He, he was a Diamondbacks fan for a while, but he hasn't really followed much. Uh, lately, it's not a uh, whole lot to follow. Yeah, not much. <laughs> I know, poor guys. But uh, yeah, he <clears throat> he uh, was following the Diamondbacks for a while there because since he was in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, we were. You know, I mean, I'm still an A's fan. My brother's still an A's fan. Uh, and this year, obviously, we were hurting. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Oakland Triple A's, as we've yeah. been calling them on this show. Oh yeah, all the time. Um, and you know, I mean, you say you're an A's fan, and people go, "I'm sorry," yeah. you know, and it's like, I know. I'll tell you what, though, I think I think there's <laughs> something really cool about. <clears throat> the A's organization, well, <clears throat> I shouldn't say organization. I should mm. say like franchise history, Philadelphia right. yes. to mm. Kansas City mm. to Oakland. Yep. They're one of the older clubs. Yeah. <clears throat> A lot of history in the 70s. Mm. Yep. Um, I always loved, I think the the elephant on the baseball yes. might be one of the yeah. coolest things love, ever in the history yeah. of baseball. Yeah. I know. I love the the uh, the elephant as the the mascot, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what would be great? What? If Oakland in their new stadium – they create some sort of elephant enclosure a la Por- uh, Portland, Oregon Zoo, where they can hey. kind of just roam around the stadium, like Ooh. the entire Ooh. stadium, make it go around the entire thing. Ah, that'd be Get cool. me on the phone. Are Get you the saying phone. the new Oakland A's stadium is going In to Portland? be up at the Oregon Zoo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they extend it somehow from the zoo to the stadium. They, they have just, just this just long passage. that the elephants walk by <laughs> yes. and stuff. Now we're thinking. Oh, that would thinking. be so great. Now we're You know, thinking. when I first moved here, thank you for the, reminding me of this awesome memory. When I first moved here, I got to see a concert over at the zoo, and I was mm-hmm. so excited when the elephants came out during the concert. Yeah. It was just so magical. I was like, oh, Who did I you see? It, here. Uh, it was actually Belle and Sebastian. Okay, um, I don't know it. Yeah, it's okay. They, they're a band that I had wanted to see for a really long time, and as mm-hmm. soon as I moved to Portland and, you know, it's like an email popped up and the thing is like, hey, we have tickets to Bell and Sebastian. Oh, my God. You know, and yeah, so. <laughs> I, I, once, awesome. I once saw Jimmy Cliff mm-hmm. at the zoo, mm-hmm. and he commented, he goes, I'm not from here. Mm-hmm. I am from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. However, we don't have elephants in Jamaica. He thought it was pretty cool, too. <laughs> it was. It was pretty It's awesome. pretty wild. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, you're – being an A's fan, this is a loaded question or <laughs> loaded situation for right. you. Um, what happens if they leave? At this point, do it's rena- like... Do you denounce them? No, no. I mean, I, I, 
I was always a huge Bob Melvin fan for a long time. Mm. I named my cat Bob Melvin. I'm a huge um, Bob so. Melvin fan as well. <laughs> my my cat mm. is it's a girl cat and her name's Bob Melvin. And she's so. Bob Melvin. <laughs> yes. You call her Bob or Melvin? I, I call her Melvin. Melvin. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's usually just easier that way. But um, I did run into Bob Melvin at the Phoenix Airport one time, and <gasps> I was like, I named my cat after you. Because like <laughs> I, did, I, I did it. <laughs> You're vomiting all over <laughs> like, yourself. I don't know how to talk to you. I'm so starstruck. <laughs> my cat's name is Melvin. No, uh, but yeah, I've always loved Bob Melvin. So it was kind of heartbreaking when, and also a good thing too, when he went to the Padres, because I actually worked for Padres radio a long time ago when, you know, they were just so terrible and Mm -hmm. horrible to watch. And, uh, you know, you'd get, you know, Hey, free tickets tonight. Do anybody want to go to the game? Yeah, sure. Sure, Whatever. I don't got anything better to do. You know, but yeah, Padres, they have a, a special place in my heart as well. So well, that's cool. You know, I, don't know. I, I like I like a bunch of different teams for different reasons. Yeah. So, you know, well, now that now that you're up here, if they were to come here, which I don't think is going to happen. No, I don't. Think um, so. That would be rad. I don't know. It'd be tough for me to root for a Vegas team. Yeah, I know. Um, that's kind of tough. I mean, I, I I don't really have a football team per se, but I do kind of like the Raiders. I mean, I've liked them in the past when they were in LA when I was you know lived in LA when I was a kid mm-hmm. um but I mean yeah I, I, I don't really root for the Las Vegas Raiders yeah, but yeah. it's like half the Raiders win cool okay <clears throat> yeah. I don't really follow football okay well, I got a weird thing that I'm dealing with right now so I'm a longtime Indians fan okay long time I mm-hmm. picked them up in 95 but okay. I grew up in the state of Washington mm-hmm. so I'm used to Dave Niehaus and the Mariners right so I was never really a big Mariner fan because I never lived in Seattle. I was right. in Spokane and then grew up in Vancouver. <clears throat> and so I was I was a longtime Indians fan, and I finally reached my breaking point. However, how however much I believe that the slogan need the nickname needed to be changed, mm-hmm. I completely gave up on that organization. Yeah. Paul Dolan is one of the worst owners in mm-hmm. all of baseball. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm from the Northwest. <clears throat> I'm going to be a Mariner fan. Mm-hmm. And so this is my first year, my maiden voyage of being a true Mariner fan. <laughs> and I can't tell you, I am that meme 100%. Mm-hmm. When the Guardians clinched the AL Central, yep. I'm that guy looking back at that girl like, mm-hmm. like hey, oh, yep, hey that, I miss you. Mm-hmm. I miss you. Yep. Um, so this been a, it, it's been a weird thing for me. Like I went yep. to a Mariner game a couple weeks ago and I bought my Julio mm-hmm. Rodriguez t-shirt mm-hmm. jersey. And I got a Mariner's hat and it just, <sighs> my wife looks at me and she goes, because my wife and I, long story short, dated 20 years ago and then didn't see each other for 15 years and then got married in May. And she goes, still to this day, it is very weird to see you in a Mariner hat. (laughs) So I'm on this weird thing, but I'm playing in the Northwest. They're not going anywhere. So I'm trying to stick with that. It's not easy. No, it's not. And I'll tell you what, though, this year, I think this season was probably the very first season that I actually didn't buy a piece of Oakland A's merch. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually buy a hat or a shirt yeah. or whatever every season. Yeah, me too. And, I'm I mean, usually a hat. You know, I retire the mo- old yeah, ones. I got a bunch of hats and, you know, and I, I was just like so fed up with after the A's traded everybody away in the yeah. off season. I was like, God, again, really yeah. this again, you're doing this again. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that was, uh, it, it, yeah, it still haunts me, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't, you know, I mean, I, you read the comments like on Instagram of like, you know, true fans that are like, sell the team. Why yeah, are you yeah. doing this to us? Totally. You know, like screw you, you know, the ownership <laughs> sucks. Just sell the team to somebody who cares, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I didn't buy one single piece of A's merch wow. this year and I did buy a Mariner's hat though. Oh. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, well, there's plenty, yeah. plenty of misery on this train. Mm-hmm. If you, if you, yeah. if you'd like no, to get I know. on board. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. Oakley, Oakley. Well, we got a show for you lined up tonight. There's a lot of stuff to get to. Um, I had some things planned and that all went out the door. Some guy hit a home run today. Yeah. 
which seems to be a pretty big deal. So we'll we'll get into that. Uh, the Mariners, speaking of them, they are slumping right Ooh. now. And is this a big concern? We'll get to that. Plus, we'll look around at some other uh, some other playoff situations, Mets, Braves, wild card in the NL and all that kind of stuff. Plus, uh, at the top of the 9 o'clock hour, I'd love you also work for the Hillsborough Hops. Yes. So I would love to chat your brain about that and how that's going. So we got a lot plus fair foul at 930 like we always do. You can text in the fan text line 503-250-1080. That'll let you interact with us. Throughout the entire show, you can also find us on social media. I'm on Instagram at pdiddy085. You can find our fantastic producer, Mr. Joe Fisher, on Instagram and Twitter at JoeFish3. That's F-I-S-C-H. Do you got a social um, media you want to throw out there? My Instagram is jenellis1080, but it's Jen with two N's. So it's two N's. Jenellis1080. I had this feeling you were two N's. So every time I've been emailing you, I've mm-hmm. been throwing the extra N in yes, there. Yes, thank you. So make sure you check that. Also, the Beers on Us podcast will drop tomorrow at 4 p.m., I had a wonderful conversation today with Sean Burke, um, who is former Commons, Von Ebert, and re- most recently Forland. He is transitioning out of beer. So we talked his career in beer, the state of the industry, why, you know, what his new steps are. So that is really cool. Make sure you get that wherever you get your podcasts, including TennyTheFan.com and the Odyssey app. All right. When we come back, the home run I've been waiting six days for finally happened. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that next. This is the hot corner. Be the f- Start spreading the news. The Hot Corner on 1080 The I'm Fan. Today. It's 2018 here. 2018, excuse me. It is 8-18 here. Portland Sports Leader, don't you forget it. I got a clock behind me that's in military time. Totally screwed me up. Uh, but welcome to The Hot Corner. Jen Ellis sitting in with us today, this week. Um, they don't pay you the big bucks, Joe, for no reason. Uh, the New York Yankees... Theme song, Old Blue Eyes himself comes on. Aaron Judge has tied the American League record of home runs in a single season at 61. He hit that not too long ago, about, about uh, what are we looking at? About an hour and a half yeah, ago, something like, something like that. You should have played the Judge Judy theme. <laughs> <sighs> Missed opportunity, Fisher. Come Joe. on, Joe. All right, all right, Jen, you're hired. We need a new producer anyway. Um, but what's interesting about this, uh, and Big Suk and I have been talking about this for a few days Judge hits that. It's a line drive to left field. Um, we can talk about the guy who almost caught it uh, later. But what's interesting is I don't know how much you've been watching it, but when Mike Lynch was producing primetime, he was a big Yankee. Mm-hmm. He's from Jersey, big Yankee guy. He would always be watching Yankee yes. games, and the boys just mm-hmm. got sick of it. Yeah. Isaac's a, a, a Royals <laughs> fan. Suk is a Mets fan. Mm-hmm. So they would just go, oh, God. But I was like, guys, I know you're sick of watching the Yanks, but I want to see this home run. But they I think like, they were also yeah. just uh, sick of it because of all the years of Mike Lynch not paying attention to them because he was watching the game on right. the computer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Not so much the, you know, the Yankee fandom. It was just like, can you just pay attention for the love of God? So I said to the guys, I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, guys, but I want to watch this home run. They were like, no, you're fine. I want to watch it too. And I remember coming in today and having this thought like, I just don't want to do this again. We're on like day five. We've been watching for this for a while. And I'm, the rain delay, and then yeah. the, you know, it's like, come on, really? Funny, day? Yeah. Funny side note: that rain delay. Um, I was texting Mike Lynch about mm-hmm. uh, how terrible the Broncos Forty ers game looks because yeah. he's a Bronco right. fan. <laughs> so I texted him and I said, "It's a funny thought that I've been thinking of. Not only does your is your Bronco game terrible, but what if Judge never hits sixty one? And Mike goes, I know, we're walking back from the stadium right now. And I was like, stadium? He was like, yeah, I went to the Yankee game tonight. But it's pouring rain and it just got called. Mm -hmm. So he was at that game on Sunday, so I got to get a kick out of that. Uh, We've been sitting here just like waiting and waiting and waiting. 
Uh, and Suke and I were talking about this. I don't know how much of the games in the last few days you've been watching, but for a guy who's very stoic and very calm and mm-hmm. focused, you could see the angst on his face. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and the weight of 61 mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, and like Roger Maris's family is just sitting behind home plate yeah. watching, you know, every single time he gets walked and it's like, oh, Next to your mom. Again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next to your mom. And it's funny because, mm-hmm. you know, the record's 73 mm-hmm. sure. and behind that is 70. And I think Sosa's at 65, mm-hmm. 64, 63. And then you get to Maris, Ruth. And then I think it's Griffey after that. So it's not the record, but you sure. could tell on his face. Yeah that that record means a lot to him mm-hmm. as a Yankee. Mm-hmm. Um, where does this, for you, when you, when you look at the, the, the storied franchise of the Yankees, how big of a deal is this to you? I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed watching, you know, mm. I enjoy watching these moments. And I feel like this year has had quite a few of them because Miguel Cabrera with sure. his 3,000 hit. And I feel like every time this, some, some, some of these, like, huge, you know, monumental moments are going to happen, I'm, like at the house where my parents are and I'm, you know, I'm like, I go in and dad, you want to watch, you want to watch baseball? You know, Miguel Cabrera is about to hit his 3000th hit or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Let's see if he can do it. You're like, Oh man, he struck out. Okay. Well let's try next inning, you know, and those kinds of things have been coming up and I was just down in Palm Springs with them last weekend. Or, and mm. I, you know, I was like, Oh, let's see, let's see if he's going to, let's see if he's going to hit the 60th or the 61st or whatever it was Wherever at it that was, point. Yeah. yeah. The 60th, I think. And we just kind of stood there and watched for a second and then, Okay, and then you know, inning break. All right, all right. I'll be back in in a few minutes, and we'll watch a little bit more. You know, but it was it's fun to you know to especially. I mean, even though I'm not a Yankees fan, sure. it's still you know exciting to see these moments happen in baseball because you think as long as baseball's been going on, there's still records to be broken, and there's mm-hmm. still things that happen every day that haven't happened before mm-hmm. in this long time game that we've been watching and that has been going on forever. <laughs> so I like it. I think it's really fun. I think it's fun for baseball. Yeah, I'm really into it too. And I'm a longtime American League guy, um, which which is funny because if if you listen to this show enough or if you get to know me enough, I can be very fuddy-duddy about like rule changes mm-hmm, and sure. how the game used to be. Mm-hmm. So I should be a National League guy, <laughs> uh, but I am an American League guy. And so those and I'm a big historian of baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not like a Tim Kirkshin or something right. crazy like that. But <laughs> I love the history of the game, and I spend a lot of time studying it. So this stuff for me, I mean, you're a Yankee. It's a Yankee record. I am mm-hmm. been very vocally out against a lot of steroid users in the past. Sure, yeah. So this is a huge, crazy, mm-hmm. monumental thing for for me to have seen. And and I think what's really rad is that it is done by a Yankee. I mm-hmm. mean. If you're not a Yankee fan, we all hate the Yankees, yeah, so that exactly. sucks. Mm-hmm. But I always parallel the the two in this. Aaron Judge, I don't know anybody that says, I hate Aaron Judge. Right, He exactly. seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, he seems to not have very many haters at all. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. know, he's this huge, larger-than-life character. He looks like he should be a tight end mm-hmm. uh, playing baseball. And I found myself so captivated and easily rooting for him Mm -hmm. because I don't know how familiar you are with the story of Maris hitting 61, but the Yankee fans hated him. Mm -hmm. They hated him. They said, no way. How dare you go after babe? Mm -hmm. Because Mantle was on the same pace and they all wanted Mickey to break it. They all wanted the great Yankee Mickey Mantle to break it. And Roger Maris took a lot of flack for that. And so I kind of feel like this player is so loved and, Mm -hmm. and, and cherished in New York I don't know. Am I being sappy? I feel like it's kind of like a redemption a little bit for Roger. Yeah, yeah, it could be. And, you know, and, it, you know, it's like, well, 
I mean, you said it. Yeah, Judge is he's a very likable guy, mm -hmm. you know, and he just doesn't seem to to be phased by much of it. But mm -hmm. you you can see a little bit of the angst in him, you know. Yeah, I watched. I mean, all these Blue Jays games. I mean, yesterday yeah. they were showing the pitch sequences of his first three at bats, and it was what was it? It was uh, slider, slider, curve, slider, slider, slider change up like he was getting mm -hmm. nothing to hit so that's where we're like oh, we're gonna have to wait till he goes back yeah, to new york exactly and i was gonna be sad because he was gonna do it against joe's orioles <laughs> but poor joe over there I, I think he's got joe. other fish to fry when it comes to that watch your mouth yeah. who's uh, the other team that they have to play uh the yankees yeah they like, have they uh, have the they have you guys next and then they finish with five against the rangers in texas five gross uh it's unfortunate they don't texas finish against gross. the red Sox okay. or have the red Sox <laughs> at any point during that oh i know did you know i looked this up the other day roger maris's 61st home run is at yankee stadium against the boston red Sox. Yeah. yes it is i saw that yeah and so i, I was like that. judge was like, do it against the yes, red Sox. do it against the red Sox. Yep. do it against yeah. the red Sox at fenway park oh right. that would have been that would be, be great good. i mean and and so this is one for me that, you know, as a lover and a historian of the game and a very big romanticizer of the mm -hmm. game, this for me will be my test of time. I'm not a Bonds guy. I'm not a Sosa guy. I'm not a McGuire guy. Mm -hmm. And sure, records are records. But for me, I I don't know how, you know, it's kind of like Pujols with 700, and we can get to that in a little bit too. It, it, these are things that I don't foresee happening Yeah, again. I don't think that's going to happen again. I don't know. I mean, Trout maybe could mm. hit 700, but his, like, back is dying. Yeah. Um, and so who knows? And guys just don't play as long. But DH in the both leagues, so I don't yeah. I don't know. So I, I'm really happy for this. I hope he gets to, like, 63 or 64. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he will hit 62, and and life will be And how many more easier. games? Is seven more games? Seven or eight, Seven something or eight. like that. Yeah. I have to look at it. Maybe nine, something like yeah. that. I'm not quite sure. But that's that, for me, is going to be yeah. what, what, what well, I can't wait to see. It's easy to root for him. Mm. It definitely is, is easy to root for him. And, and I'm not a Yankees fan. So, <laughs> uh, so it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like uh, do you CrossFit at all? No. Okay, yeah. So it's like a Yankee fan in a CrossFit walks into a bar right, and everybody yeah. knows because they've already told you. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's that same kind of thing. <laughs> all right, we come back. I do want to have a little fun. Uh there was a guy who was this, this close to getting that 61 ball, and I want to walk you through it because it is hilarious yet sad and opens all these doors for all these questions I have. So we'll do that next. Jen Ellis in the house with us. This is the Hot Corner uh, with Patrick Harris on 10 of the Fan. But first, there's my man Joe with sports. Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Rest in peace, Coolio. I hear gangster rap, so it makes me remind, remind myself that Coolio has died at the age of 59. Um, 59? 59. Apparently, wow. he went into the bathroom and never came out. What? Uh, I assume there must have been some fun stuff in the bathroom. Oh, this happened today, right? Yeah, about an hour and a half ago. Right, it was like right after. It was like a half hour after Judge hit his home run. Yeah. Uh, my my favorite Coolio uh, moment is uh, he is Kwanzaa bot in Futurama. Any Futurama? <laughs> are you a Futurama fan? I'm not. Uh, I mean, I know. 
I know what you're talking about. I absolutely about. love that yes. show. Like, yeah. it's what I yeah. watch every night when I'm falling asleep. <laughs> Kwanzaa Kwanzaabot. Yeah. So, you know, there's all the robots and there's like all these religion, yeah. religions. Yeah. And but they all the, all the reverends are all robots. Uh, and and so the Kwanzaa mm-hmm. pastor, Kwanzaa is voiced by Coolio. It's, wow. It, it's really I'm good. looking at an uh, image of him right now. <laughs> So I got to I got to ask you guys. Well, now he's in a gangster's paradise. Yeah, he sure is. <laughs> so I got to ask you guys, this home run ball that everybody's been talking about, okay. you know, like like what would you do with it? Da, 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 da. I'm curious where you guys sit. This 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 ball is valued at about a million bucks. Mm-hmm. Um I think you could get into a bidding war and probably get about 2 million bucks out of it. Mm-hmm. Um this guy when you look at it, if you slow it down, some people show me some slowed down stuff. He got a glove on it. Joe, how long does it take you to get over the fact that you had a glove on a million dollars? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, about as long as it takes uh, Steve Bartman to get over the fact that he uh, stopped the Cubs from going to the World Series. So the rest of my life. Harsh. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah. How I mean, that's it? brutal right there. Well, they, yeah, they, you know what that ball is. And just to mm-hmm. see it inches away bounce Oh man! Into the dugout and a pitcher to walk away. You just know what you you know the opportunity in this. They kept cutting to the guys sitting in the bleachers. Oh man! See, they guy. did that to Bartman. Yeah, and yeah. he looked like he should be on watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he was a Blue Jays oh, no. guy. What was really yeah. what was really funny is uh, he's wearing a Bichette jersey, <laughs> and Isaac Freudian slipped, and he was like, "Yeah, the guy wearing the Dante Bichette jersey," and I was oh. like, "I'm pretty sure he's wearing a Beau Bichette, Bichette jersey." Yeah. And so we started laughing about that. And uh, so it, 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 it's interesting to me because I say this and I, I truly wish I could believe it, but I'm probably lying through my teeth. I feel like I would hold on to that baseball. I feel like I would grab it, run home and put it on my shelf. Yeah. Am I lying? I don't know. I mean, it's worth a million yeah. dollars. Yeah. You would put it on your shelf for how long? Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> something tells me in a couple of years that ball is definitely going to be worth more than a million. I feel uh, like so. How long do you let that baby mature over time? Like a like a stock, like, like a, a fine wine, <laughs> like right. stocks and bonds. Like right. I'm going to wait for this thing to age out 15, 20 years. Did they and have, it in for a hundred mil? Yeah. Did they have special yes. balls? Yep. Every time he's been up yeah. since I think I think sixty is a special ball, right? And every time sixty one mm-hmm. has been a special ball. I'm sure sixty two will be as well, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The poor guy. So what's oh, what's really interesting to me is it it hits off the wall, drops into the Rangers or into the Blue Jays bullpen, and you see their bullpen manager grab it, mm-hmm. looks at it for a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's an insane five seconds. Right. Wow, I'm holding sixty one. Yeah, and tosses it to someone. And then I see something later, and there's a Yankee staffer next to yeah. a guy on a cell phone, and he's got the ball, that it's going back to Judge. If you're Aaron Judge, do you keep that ball, or do you send it to Cooperstown? No, I send it to Cooperstown. Yeah? Yeah, I would. Part of me wants to say, like, this is mine. Yeah, I mean, that's cool, too, but I think he'd send it to Cooperstown. I would. I'd put it. I'd send it to Cooperstown. Joe, if you're, if you're Judge, what do you do? If I'm Judge, man... That, Just remember, you are about to make $400 million. Yeah, and that's where right. part of me goes like, yeah. so uh, anecdotally here, Ricky Williams, he was on with Dirt and Sprague um, a couple months ago. Wait, and, like the running back? Yes, oh, dude. That's he's awesome. Been, he's, been on, he's been on their <laughs> oh, show cool. like a couple times now. Oh, that's actually, yeah. <laughs> uh But he was talking about how he had to give up his Heisman Trophy because mm-hmm. of uh, being in like financial troubles right. at certain points. And basically the way that he said it, he's like, Man, you can you can look up the record books. Like you'll see my name 
yeah. uh, next to I don't Heisman disappear. Trophy winner, you know, and right. those are just, you know, things and the memories and the journey that got to that point is uh, really what I hold close. So, you know, and well, again, like if you're Aaron Judge, maybe he seems like he might have that mentality, like, hey, whatever's yeah. going to make things happier for the most people, right? Like me keeping the ball, that makes me happy. Sure. What makes the most people happy me giving it to yeah the hall of fame cooperstown if it is to you know the fan that just missed it mm-hmm. if he gave <laughs> connected with that guy right, right. right. something yeah. along those lines like yeah. I, I feel i would not be surprised if he took that route yeah and what i ugh. yeah yeah i think like, at that yeah, point maybe. with the, that contract i'm looking that yankee contract i'm looking at we're not talking an orioles contract uh we're talking <laughs> in New York. Right. i'm i'm probably giving up that ball Honestly. Well, and the, I mean, the umpire, you saw the umpire like hand Aaron Judge his little lineup card or whatever he had in his pocket for that game, you know, and he's like, I hope this, you know, is meaningful to you or whatever he said to him, you know, I can only imagine. Exactly. And he was very appreciative. He's like, yeah, I mean, like, I think he'd probably like that little lineup card from the umpire more than he'd like to have the ball. Again, yeah, he could have hundreds of souvenirs from that game. Take a scoop of dirt from the field that day. Uh, theory, some blades did, of grass, you in know. In theory, he never touched the ball. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I think I think what would be I think okay, I've had I've had about a couple hours to think about this and it this <laughs> just came into my head and I think this is what I would do if I was judge. I think I would go to that fan and I think I would give him the baseball. Mm-hmm. However, I would make him sign a contract <laughs> saying he would never sell it. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. So that's I would a good say, idea. Look, man, if you caught it, it's all you. Mm. You do whatever you want. Sure. But you didn't catch it. So I'm going to give this ball to you, mm-hmm. and you cannot sell it. And um, I also want to reference. Or does that make it worse? <laughs> you just look at it every day, and you're like, damn God it. dang it. I would sign a clause into the contract. As long as you reach out to me once a year and come over to my house and hang out and play catch for uh, an hour, <laughs> then yes, I will do something. Yes, I, will, I, will I will never sell something. that ball. I will do something um, like that. I wanted to bring up a couple stories because of uh, Albert Pujols. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just hit his 700th, and right? And could care less about the balls. Yes, exactly. Like, you've probably seen these, Patrick. Um, I don't know if you have, Jen, but um, there was the couple. It was a couple that caught the ball uh, for his 697. Yeah. And that was in Pittsburgh. Oh, that was really sweet. And uh, the woman, her father passed Mm -hmm. away last year. They met with Albert to give him the ball back, and he told him to keep it signed Mm -hmm. two more for them. Yep. And then uh, when he hit. I love that guy. And then when he hit his seventh home run. Albert, or uh, 700th home run, Albert uh, said, souvenirs are for the fans. I don't have any problem if they want to keep it. If they want to give it back, that's great. But at the end of the day, I don't focus on material stuff. Yeah. So again, I think I think that most of these guys get it. When you get to yeah. this point, especially in baseball, right? Like 700 th- is a lot. Yeah. Th- this game is a lot <clears throat> different than um, other sports where we, we really hold these records to like – high lore, high standard in baseball. Yeah, right? it's really crazy. I mean, you know, like LeBron's about to get close to uh, to Kareem. You know, that'll be a big mm-hmm. one. But NFL record books, they change the rules so frequently that yeah. about every 10 years, everything gets wiped out. And then they add out. a game. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. How many records were broken last year because of that extra game, right? Yeah, you're so, right. We do, we do value these baseball so, records. I mean, with that being said, it's like these guys, when these special moments happen, it's almost like, that ball is for the game. It's not mm-hmm. for me, right? Sure. It's it's supposed to go to the fans. It's supposed mm-hmm. to go to Yankee Stadium. It's supposed to go to the Cooperstown, wherever, right? Right. And that's um, that's again, if I'm in Aaron Judge's shoes, that's what I look at. Like, listen, I'll get my souvenir later in my bank account. Uh, right. You, you yeah. guys can keep this. <laughs> you can keep it. It's a ball. Yeah. You know, I I love that story that about Albert Pujols giving it to the the couple. 
And, you know, I mean, he's he always every time I see something that he's done with a fan and like taking the shirt off his back to give to a kid with Down syndrome or mm-hmm. whatever, it's just like, oh, <laughs> you know, he's one my, of the good guys. I know my my girlfriend would be like, what are you crying about now? I'm like, baseball again. <laughs> There's no crying in baseball. Uh, it's always crying in baseball for me. Uh, I, I'll, I'll bring this up because it's going to get beat like a horse for the next few days. Uh, but Roger Maris Jr. just came out. He was sitting next to Aaron Judge's mom mm-hmm. uh, when the home run was hit today. Uh, they asked him the question, and he said, if Judge hits 62, he'll have the record. Uh, I believe the record holder should be somebody clean, and I do not acknowledge Barry Bonds' 73. Oh, hey. I, you're here, Jen. I got to ask you, mm-hmm. where where do you sit on that fence? <laughs> ah, golly. Here I know. Go. I know. We're yeah. lucky. We're lucky yeah. because it, it, we are like 10 minutes away from the whole world having this discussion, mm-hmm. and we get to have it first. And it also should be easy for you. That's the yeah. team on the other side of the bay. I know, mm-hmm. those suckers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I, it, there's just something about like that steroid era that was so much fun to watch those yeah. big, giant dudes like busting out of their uniforms, hitting home runs all, all year long, you know. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't have anything against Barry Bonds. Yeah. And, I mean... I know records are records. Sure, and drugs are drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and and I mean, I've I've always said everybody throughout the history of baseball, even go back to the Civil War, everybody's been cheating in baseball. Yeah, sure, just don't get caught. Yeah, just don't get caught. I know because it's like I was so heartbroken when the whole Tatis thing happened because yeah. it's just you, you know yeah. you're like, hey, this guy's gonna be such a great face for baseball, right. and you know, and then nope. everyone turned yeah. on him like that exactly instantly, and it's like, <clears throat> oh, why did you do it? I, I am I am softening up on the steroid situation. However, you know when it comes to things like the Hall of Fame, that's the price you pay. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I you, you don't you don't get in. Although, yeah, people like Jeff Bagwell and Pudge Rodriguez are in, and yeah. Mike Piazza, and that drives me nuts. David Ortiz, etc. Right. Uh, so you, they haven't kept all of them out. Um, but I, I'm softening a little bit. However, I think to me because I grew up with 61 being such mm-hmm. a revered number uh, and Bonds being a jerk and mm-hmm. McGuire being kind of a jerk yeah. and Sosa not being an awesome person yeah. that I've kind of just... Well, you can't trust vampires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. No habla ingles. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, to me, if somebody asks me, if a gun held to my head, what's the record? Okay, it's 73 Barry Bonds. But to sure. me... It'll be it'll be what Judge ends on. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be what Judge ends on. I remember uh, the first time I was ever with Isaac and Suk, they were like, you're a baseball guy. Well, okay, you know baseball. Then who are the all-time home run leaders? And mm-hmm. I said, okay, well, Hank Aaron at number one, mm-hmm. Babe Ruth at two, mm-hmm. Willie Mays at three. Mm-hmm. And I kept going the list, and and Rob goes, wait wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second. I thought you were a baseball guy. And mm-hmm. Suk just goes, hey, you don't see what he's doing here? Yeah. Because I left off a lot of a lot of those guys, yeah. so it'll be interesting. I mean, I think Roger Maris Jr. I think his opinion matters. It's mm-hmm. not going to change the record books because if there's anything baseball is really good at, it's not doing anything to help baseball. Exactly. Uh, so, I agree there. So we'll see how that. You know, I mean, congratulations, yeah. Judge. Yeah, you got one more. Yeah, I hope I hope he can do it. That would be pretty cool. I I, I was wondering what would happen if he didn't hit 61. Yeah. I, for a minute there, I really thought that like Albert Pujols was going to end on 699. Yeah, 698. I yeah, thought yeah. it was going to be 699. A-Rod's 694. Yeah. You're six away. Yeah. 
should take more steroids or knock on cut. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing too. And it's, you know, and, and I guess I have a double standard because I kind of like Barry Bonds, but mm. I hate A-Rod. And it's like, well, A-Rod shouldn't be allowed in the Hall of Fame, but Barry Bonds should. And it's and like, not really. O- I am the opposite. <laughs> I love Alex Rodriguez. I mean, I think he's kind of a tool in real right, life. Yeah, but as a but, player, I absolutely love oh, him. Oh, sure. And yeah. I hate Barry Bonds. Yeah. All right, when we come back, there's a team <laughs> slumping big time going mm. into the playoffs, and it is alarming to say the least. I think last time we talked, we said, eh, not a big deal. It is alarming right now. However, a magic number has popped up. What the hell is going on in Seattle? We'll get to that next. This is the Hot Corner, Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. The Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. 10.51 10.50 we got a or it's 10.50 wow what is wrong with me 8.50 <laughs> here tonight I, I can't keep looking at that clock it is screwing me up uh, 8.50 here Portland Sports Leader we are live from the shadows of the Fremont Bridge uh, coming up in the second hour we got a lot to get to fair foul at the bottom as we always do checking on some playoff races and uh, I'd love to hear Jen's uh, affiliation with the hops as well our, our local our local minor league team uh, but you know, this is what I wanted to spend my day on, but or, or this evening on, but you know, Aaron had to Aaron had other plans. Right. Um, the Mariners currently winning right now in the eighth inning against Texas. It is three to one. But boy, as they came into the end of the season, that that series with the Braves was excellent. Mm-hmm. Was huge for them. They yeah. lost Friday. I got to go to the Saturday game. The Sunday was the epic game of yep. the year. Oh man, that and, was amazing. And then they after they got past that, they walk into the easiest schedule in the rest of the league. Right. And they are struggling. Yeah. Fortunately, the Orioles lost today, which brings the Mariners' magic number to four. Okay. So they got to win four games, and that includes right. tonight. Okay. Um. So, but in your opinion, as you're watching, what what the hell is going on? Oh my How God. has this team fallen so fast? Uh, yeah. I mean, the glaring. Uh, you know, difference to me is in, you know, the last week or so is obviously the two top producers are on the injured list. Yes. You know, Suarez and Julio. And, you know, I mean, I last year, we'll talk about the hops later, but I mean, last year against the hops and against the Vancouver Canadians who were mm-hmm. playing in Oregon all last year. Oh, right. You know, right. I mean, Julio Rodriguez beat the crap out of both teams <laughs> single handedly right at the beginning of the season. So it was really cool to see him advance mm-hmm. so quickly right. and be, you know, this amazing producing uh, person in center field for the Mariners. And then it's like, oh, dude. you know, you sign this, you know, long extension, you Mm -hmm. know, and we're all excited for the center fielder of the future, et cetera. And then he's, you know, his back hurts. Right. It's like, I I think what's interesting is, you know, Logan Gilbert struggled a little bit. Mm -hmm. Robbie Ray has struggled a little bit. But what's what's interesting as a big Julio guy, and he's clearly the face in the future. What I have learned the most is I think this team, we all want to say that Julio's the spark. You know, he's the flash, he's mm-hmm. the kid, all that kind of stuff. But I think this offense lives and dies with Eugenio Suarez. Yeah, he's and I amazing. Think he is yeah. the biggest piece mm-hmm. gone right he now. He really is. That even I agree. though Julio is your firecracker, your starter, all that kind of stuff, this team really misses Suarez. Yep. Yeah. And that is why I am not as worried about them going into the playoffs struggling. Mm-hmm. The bullpen is fantastic, mm-hmm. whether it's Kirby. Uh, 
whether it's Kirby, Gilbert, Marco's mm-hmm. been pretty solid. Sure. Obviously, Robbie Ray and Castillo. And Castillo. Awesome. Yeah. Like, I feel like those guys will have their stuff together. Mm-hmm. As long as Julio's back is good sure. and Eugenio is good, yep. I think this team will be fine because yeah. I know Mariner fans. Mm-hmm. They are terrified Freaking right now. out, yes. Big exactly. Suit talks every day. He's like, they're going to blow it. <laughs> and we're just like, stop, no, dude. Shush. You cannot yeah. do that. Come You're on. just being a jerk. Yeah. Do you worry about what they look like going into the playoffs with this much of a struggle? It's it's hard to say, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's one of those things where you kind of, like all Mariners fans, you know, oh, great, here we go. Here we go you know, again. Man, we were so close, yep. you know. And as an A's fan, too, I mean, I, I can feel the struggle mm-hmm. and the and the pain and the heartache. I get it, you know. Um, but yeah, I, as long as, I, I like you said, I, I really think as, if Suarez can come back, full force that would be pretty cool <laughs> yeah and 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 right now they're in the third wild card so they'd be mm-hmm. slated to go to cleveland which right. i find absolutely hysterical mm-hmm. that i'm gonna watch the first round of the playoffs of my team against my old team right oh yeah uh, right. so there that that'll go. be interesting mm-hmm. but i'm actually really excited because in the matchups in the playoffs i actually think seattle matches up with cleveland pretty well cleveland's okay. got a really great pitching staff sure, yeah starting rotation mm-hmm. uh Starting rotation and bullpen is really solid. They've got, in my opinion, the best manager in baseball in Terry Francona. I actually have Bob Melvin at number two, funny (laughs) enough. Um, But Cleveland struggles really bad with hitting, Mm -hmm. more so than even the Mariners. But they've got a guy in Jose Ramirez. I was going to say. That's better than anybody on the Mariners team. Yeah. Um, But I love this matchup between the two. Um, the only thing I'm sad about is the new playoff format. All three games would be in mm-hmm. Cleveland. Yeah, those Seattle kids are dying so oh, bad. Man, I so know bad, it. so bad. So yeah. do you? Th- so if Suarez is healthy and mm-hmm. Julio is healthy, mm-hmm. do you like the Mariners to make a little noise in the playoffs? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was really excited about. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, when I saw both of them go down, I was like, oh, really? Oh man, you know. And I started to doubt for a second, and mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, I can't do that. <laughs> Come on, you guys. Have but a yeah, belief. I, mean, I, uh, I mean, I was really excited about the Castillo mm-hmm. edition. And I mean, I've always loved Robbie Ray. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's awesome. He's awesome. <laughs> I love that guy. Um, I want to get the tight pants shirt. Yeah. That's <laughs> so good. Such a character. Such ah, a character. I know. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. Next time we come on the air, is the season over? I think mm-hmm. so. I think next Wednesday we're in playoffs. Oh, my. Already? Playoffs? No. It's the last game of the season is on Wednesday. Right. So then we'll know everything um, by the time show starts mm-hmm. next week, and then we'll, we'll preview what playoffs look like uh, if you're a Mariner fan. When we come back, yeah. loaded second hour – Don't go anywhere. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fin. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.